Blog Talk Radio.
ladies and gentlemen. It is 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time here in sunny Florida in the middle of summer. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and I want to say hello to each and every one of you. Thank you so, so much for continuing to be supporters of this show. Didn't look at the numbers this morning, didn't look at all the podcasts, but I just looked at the show and re- we have reached 133,000 listeners just on this show. Now, this show is two years old, and it is absolutely amazing the support, the love that I get from each and every one of you all, the, the listener, the, the guest. Y'all just keep supporting this show even when I'm at my lowest ebb. I am so, so appreciative. Now, there's two ways you can get on this show, ladies and gentlemen, and and this year is almost filled up. I may have one or two dates left in December, and unless I have a whole bunch of cancellations between now and then, we are booking for January, and January is filling up fast. But there's two ways you can get on the show. One, you can come on as a guest. Two, you can become a sponsor for the show, and and I'm not out to make a living off of off of sponsorships because that's not the goal. The goal is to give all of you exposure. For ten bucks for thirty days, I will run your ad, and it doesn't matter how many shows I have, I will run your ad on this show. Now, bear in mind, it doesn't just show up on this show in the live show. The ad will show up on all the podcasts. It also shows up in the archive portions of the show. So you will get exposure of over 200,000 listeners in over 200 countries. So think about that. If you want to know more, contact me at offthechainradio at yahoo.com. And before we start the show, I have to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, John Isaac Jones, who has been on this show, he has a, a little book of short stories called Alabama Stories. And I have this book. I have read this. It is the neatest little thing. He he tells these short stories through the perspective of a 12-year-old boy. And if you've never been to rural Alabama, he will make it come to life. If you've been to rural Alabama, you'll feel like you've gone back. It is absolutely amazing. And, and it's fun. It's entertaining. It's educational. It's on Kindle. Check it out. Diane Moat, who has also been on this show, she has a series called the Sam Holden series. And Sam Holden, who is our favorite vigilante, has returned. The third book in the series has just been released. In Dog Bones, Sam's quest to avenge abused animals is threatened when the FBI comes after her on one side and the commissioner wants her dead on the other side. Will Sam's double life be exposed? Will she be able to protect her animals, her friends, and herself? Check out Dog Bones by Diane Moat everywhere ebooks are sold. And if you haven't started the series yet, ladies and gentlemen, you will want to start with Dog Gone, also found on Amazon by Diane Moat. Okay. The third sponsor that I have right now, we will have more later on in the show, J. Traveler Pelton. This is one amazing woman. She has the Oberlin series, the Oberlin family series that she writes and the first in the series is called the infant conspiracy by j traveler pelton it is also available on amazon in both paperback and ebook it starts a few years after the book rebooting the oberlin's left off 
Noel and Violet Oberlin spent their adult careers working special assignments for the U.S. government, a family tradition of service. And after 40 years of espionage, all they wanted was a peaceful retirement in the country. of events forced their overachieving adult children to return home to live with the folks, all four of them driven out of their homes by different aspects of a government that had gone quite insane. Kai, a genetist with Zanya, his wife, Gabriel, a bomb expert turned nurse with their grandson, little Gabe, Jasmine, a forensic psychiatrist married to Scott, a CPA, joined their little siblings still living at home. Micah, an autistic savant, and Serena, an artist, and uncovering a secretive group of people led by the Ice Lady, whose main goal appears to be to take the Earth's population down from 7 billion to 500 million within the next 10 years. Having infiltrated the governments of most developed countries and released an airborne anti-fertility virus, the Brotherhood succeeded in forcing a zero fertility rate. In the meantime, the economy of the U.S. tanked. The government sells all of its citizens who have debt into slavery within a system so harsh that civil disorder breaks out. Serenity Retreat Center is forced to become a labor camp, and the family is compelled into special service to save the center, their tribe, the United States, and humanity from extinction. So if you thought retirement was simply about money, this book will change your mind. J. Traveler Pelton, The Infant Conspiracy. Check it out on Amazon. Now then, tonight we have an amazing guest, first time on the show, and I have to publicly apologize to her. With everything that has been going on in my life recently, I had a brain fart and screwed things up. So what I want to do is welcome author Joanne Fisher to the show. She was born in Canada and lived there until she was 20, at which time she moved to Italy with her parents. She married and had three children. When her father died, she, along with her sister, their respective families, and their mother returned to Canada. Her husband, well, he didn't fit well into Canada, so they divorced and he returned to Italy. She met the love of her life, Dan, and now lives in Florida with her husband and her two doxies, Wally and Ozzy. Her books, With All of Me, Her Spanish Doll, and Good Things Always Happen in Springtime are available at most online ebook retailers and Amazon. Joanne, welcome to the show, and thank you for your tolerance and your patience in my moment of stupidity. Oh, don't worry about it. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, you are so welcome. You Before the show, we were talking about your storied life and and the 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 history within your family. Let's talk about that for a minute because the folks want to know about you and and with being an an Italian Canadian American. What a wonderful history! What a wonderful genealogy! How did all that come about? Well, uh, it actually started um, in Italy. My parents were Italian immigrants, and uh, they were, um, in those days, you know, it was after the war, and, you know, everybody was, uh, a lot of Italians immigrated to America, Canada, Belgium, Australia, and so on and so forth. And uh, so my, par- my parents got the call to go, um, to, go to Canada. So, um, so they, you know, they took my mother. My dad actually flew 
which was very a very uh, a rarity in those days because there was there was no money. I don't know. They saved up money and and they went. And but my mom she she went um, by ship on the Giulio Giulio Cesare, which is Julius Caesar, some ship Italian ship. They don't do them anymore because they're you know they don't do the immigration anymore. Um, but yeah, she was she was on on the water for about 15 days, and then they had another week's travel from Halifax to Toronto, and so that was another brutal trip. But anyway, so then you know we they settled in, they found work, um, they slowly uh, you know got out of there because they got there, they were living with their with her in-laws, my mom's in-laws, my dad's parents, and then they everybody kind of went on their own, they bought their own house and and all that, so. Um, and then, you know, I was born in, in a few years later, and my sister was born a few years after me, and and that's it. And that's how it started. So let me ask you this. Yes. Um, you are of Italian descent. Yes. And and you are Canadian by birth. Correct. And then you became an American. So Yes, naturalized American, yes. You you have the best of three worlds running through your veins. Oh, I do know that. I am fortunate, blessed beyond beyond my imagination. I never thought I was ever going to be. I mean, I knew I was eventually, you know, living in Italy because, like I, I had mentioned, I didn't really like living in Italy because um, when you um, when we first got there, it was. A vacation. It was like, oh, we're in Italy. Oh, yay! You know, I was 20, my sister was 15, and we were just having the time of our lives. And then after, um, it kind of got serious when you know we had to start looking for work because we had to, you know, maintain the, you know, each other and and all that. We were always working. We always worked, and my father was never was never without a job, and my mother was the same. So, and then it just kind of things a, a whole bunch of disappointments one after the other. Um, because of the way the government is is formatted and the, the corruption, and I'm not even going to get into that. But and then you know when we came back, so I came back to my country, which was Canada. So that was my country because um, I was brought up in basically Canada and America is pretty much the same. You know the way of life, the way you're brought up is the same. You know I, you, you know family values and you know working hard and and. Um, and just you know having respect for other people and other races and and it's just other cultures while maintaining your own culture i mean we maintain the italian culture very strongly and it still is in canada you'll find parts of you know little cities and little towns that are like completely occupied by by italian and their children and their grandchildren now because the generations have gone by um but, and it's kind of a melting pot, but it's a newer melting pot than the United States, you know. So, well, let me ask you this: of of yes, I know that that Canada is is your home country. You mm-hmm. yours, even though you have the Italian ancestry running through your veins, yes. you are Canadian. When you embraced yes. your American culture, yes, was it difficult to embrace being American? No, it was not. Like I said, um, America is a wonderful melting pot. Uh, Americans are welcoming, friendly, um, loving, you know. And 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 I just I just blessed the day that I met my husband, so I can come and live here. And you know, I did all. You know, we had to 
we had some sacrifices to do because I had to, we had to, we did, we did it all the right way legally. <laughs> and, um, we, um, we had to live apart for about 11 months because, um, you know, I had my kids in school up there and we had to wait for the visas. So it was a little bit of a, of a bureaucratic thing, but anyway, but in the end we came the proper way. And, um, and I, and I've just, I have blessed the day that I came to this country. I love this country. Absolutely love it. Well, I want to say thank you You're for welcome. that. Because there are so many people out there that, that that don't love this country and don't understand that yes, we are a melting pot and yes. and and in order to embrace the country and embrace the the fruits of the country, I agree, one should come legally. And and you made the mm-hmm. sacrifice, and I want to thank you mm-hmm. for that. Because no problem. It, it means so much more to you because you understood what you had to go through to get here and to enjoy America. Exactly. And, and let me tell you just one of the little stories about Italy, okay? Now, and they say, you know, oh, you know, Europe is this and Europe is that. They're very, they're very set in their ways. In fact, my ex-husband, he couldn't, he couldn't stand living in Canada. He hated it because he missed his, his country and the old country, and every day it was a fight, and in the end I'm like, you know what, just go. But anyway, so when, when we, we had just um, moved in Italy, and we had, we had found a home, uh, an apartment to rent, and we were just, it was summertime, it was August, we were just sitting in, the, in, front, in front of our front porch, it was and we were just, you know, sitting there talking. And this little kid, he must have been about 10, 12 years old or so, he rides, rides by in a bike, and he says to us, Gypsies, go back to where you came from. Okay. Gypsy? We were hurt. Gypsies, yes, gypsies. So obviously it wasn't Italian, but that, that was the word. It was gypsies, go back to where you came from. So... Here is this child who, where did, where did he get this information that we were gypsies and we were supposed to be returning back to our countries? So he, it comes from the parents. It comes from the, the adults. Absolutely. Because obviously children are sponges. They pick up what the adults are chattering about. They pick it up and they go, you know, they're kind of like, oh, my dad said blah, 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 right? So mm-hmm. we were extremely hurt. That was one of the first heartbreaks of, you know, because we were happy to be back. I mean, for me, it was 20 years old. I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to have a great time in Italy. That's what, it, that's what we were. We were so young. And my father was like, oh, I'm back in my, in my home country, you know. Um, and then you hear stuff like that, and it's like, okay, wow, that really hurt. That was like a little stab. So. But did they not understand that your parents were originally from Italy. They were they as we say down south, they were homegrown Italians. <laughs> yeah, they were. Exactly. But there's also one thing I need to explain about Italy. Italy is divided in two. You say America's divided, no way. Italy's divided in two. Italy's divided between the north and the south. Okay? Kinda like US but in a different way. The Southern Italians are they're very, they're full of honor, they're jealous, the men are jealous of their women, and they're kind of very, very traditionalist, you know, the, you know you, they're very strict with their kids, and, 
and all that. And um, they're like completely full of honor. They don't like to lose the face of, of their family for nothing. Like they will, you know. But they don't have this reputation of working very hard. They kind of like it's kind of like Florida, you know. It's like oh, you know, we're we're kind of very laid back and all that. So, which I like, you know. I'm mm-hmm. a hard worker, but I do like the laid back, you know. Um, um, atmosphere that we have here sometimes because it's kind of like yeah don't worry about it we'll get to it you know but the northern italians are completely opposite they're very high strung they're very modern because they're connected to the to the modern europe um they're very hard workers very hard they're very productive so and obviously the the dialects are completely different so they don't even understand each other believe it or not it's like when they speak in the dialect yeah it's like kind of like a really you know, tight uh, twang, and then you go to New York, and then they speak tightly, so it's kind of hard to understand each other, right, unless you speak, like, English, English. It's Mm -hmm. the same idea in in, in Italy. So um, it's just – so there's been this hatred between the northern and the southern Italians. So my parents were not just – when we went back to Italy, we went back to northern Italy because northern Italy is obviously where the jobs were because they worked very hard so that they had all the industry there and everything – we lived in a little town called um, Castiglione delle Stiviere, <laughs> and it was, it's located kind of in the middle of, of Rome, no, sorry, Milan and Venice, so up north in northern Italy, and, um, which is kind of where my, my second book, Her Spanish Doll, is kind of set. I set that story, right, in Italy and, and also Spain. So, But anyway, um, so there's this hatred. So on top of my parents being... Re, you know, re-immigrated back to their to their home country. They they came from the southern part of Italy, and there was another dislike on top of there. So that's where this came from. So. Oh, how wrong is that? Oh, it's very wrong. Yeah, we were we were very very hurt, and honestly, my father was about ready to already pack it in and let's. Oh, I'm going back home. You know, so. But we stuck it out. So, what? What made your family want to return to the mother country after being in Canada for so many years? Was it was it hard to go home and, and repatriate themselves? I don't know. To be perfectly honest with you, that secret, that reason why we went back died with my father in Italy. We don't know. We've always asked that we've always asked ourselves that question. Um and that's one of the reasons why when he died, my father died in 1994, when he died, um, the next year, my mom, we started, we started talking about, what are we doing here? Let's go back. We've always wanted to go back. My mother never wanted to go to Italy. And it was kind of like my sister and I, because we were excited, we kind of, you know, sided with my father. and like, okay, let's go, let's go. My, mom, my mother's like, no, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. So... Um, so as soon as we, he, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't there anymore, we were like, okay, let's go back. And then it was a matter of convincing our husbands, because we were both married at the time. And, um, and then my husband, you know, it took a much longer than her husband. My sister's husband came actually quite vo- voluntarily, um, and he's still there. My sister's still married to her husband. She, she lives in Canada. She has a great life. They have, you know, she's, she's very happy to be back. We we kissed the ground when we got back. Let's put it that way. I'm <laughs> well, not going to lie to you. Have, 
We have a caller, and I'm sure they want to ask a question. Hello, caller. Who is this, please? Hi. Um, this is Jennifer Perkins. Hi, Hi Jennifer. Jennifer. Hi. Uh, Joanne, I love the covers on your book. They look beautiful. Oh, thank um, you. I'm just wondering, yeah, I'm just wondering how much of your um, own background did you put into the book? Well, uh, that's a very good question, and I'll tell you that there is a little bit of my background in both the two, my first book and my second book, which is With All of Me and Her Spanish Doll. And there's a little bit, a tiny bit of me, and then after what happens is I expanded the story and I totally got away to uh, the different character, but there is a little inspiration of me. Instead, uh, historical fiction, however, is inspired by my husband's grandparents who actually did immigrate from Germany, but they, I set them in the Nazism, whereas they kind of immigrated earlier when Hitler was just about to get into power, because they were an inter-religious couple, so it was already mm-hmm. frowned upon already back then. So, yes, there is a little bit of me in the books, yes. Wow. That's exciting. Did, did, you, did you put any of your family members in there? <laughs> Would they um, recognize them? Um. Oh boy, yeah, um, yeah, kind of, sorta. You know, I, I again, it was inspired by family and a couple of friends in there too. Um, but again, um, it's just kind of not right, quite in the beginning of the book, but especially the first book, because it's about a, you know, a middle-aged, you know, seasoned um, housewife. Not housewife. She was working and everything, but she was kind of getting tired of her life, so she wanted something different, and so. She goes into this roller coaster ride of uh, meeting men online and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, there's a little bit of. Uh, back then, I was kind of the same. I was tired of my husband nagging me that he wanted to go back. He wanted to go back. So I was. Yeah, well, there's a little I, bit I of me in there. <laughs> oh, great. The blurbs sound exciting, and I can't wait to read them. Thank you. Okay. I hope you enjoy them. Um, I. I yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, we're going to take a quick break. If you ladies will just hold on a minute, and we will be right sure. back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, author Joanne Fisher, and a call-in. I am so excited. Her name is Jennifer, and she's been asking some very good questions that I can't wait to delve in more. And we will be right back as soon as we pay some bills. Horses See Ghosts, a new poetry book by Gannat Wise. It's been called Poetry for the Rest of Us. Amazon. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Are horses your new best friend? Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree. It's a hoot. A struggling city, its beloved baseball team, an antique camera, 
and photos from that camera that bear an image from the pit of hell, an entity only a select few can see. Journalism professor Buddy Cullen is determined to track this demon down. But who is the hunter and who is the prey? And who will be the next target of mankind's mortal foe? Mortal Foe, available at Amazon.com. Hi, this is Winona and Jade inviting you to join us and our wonderful guests on the And I Thought Women's Cave podcast on Blog Talk Radio to learn more about our books, the And I Thought series, and The Misfit Guide. They're available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Or just to see what your ladies are up to, you can find all of that out on www.andwethought.com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade and our books. <laughs> you so silly. You silly. Remember Did you write that? That's funny. <laughs> Remember to visit us at andwethought.com. The year, 1888. The place, London's East End. Dead and mutilated bodies are popping up all over, from Stamford to Whitechapel. Jack the Ripper is leaving his mark, and the city's on edge. Yvonne Mason is back with a tale of murder and millinery. The Rhodes Hat Factory is booming while the body count rises. Why now? How are these hats connected? Has the Hatter gone mad? Mad Hatter from Yvonne Mason. Available now on Amazon.com. And we are back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest author, Joanne Fisher, and a guest call-in. Her name is Jennifer, and she's been asking Joanne some very interesting questions. When Joanne, when you started writing the one that um, you brought in, the your in-laws, did you do a lot of research on that as well? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Historical fictions are a lot of work. It was a lot of fun because I love history, and I love – not that I love the, the, the Holocaust. I don't. But um, I love the stories of the survivors and how they ended up and and ultimately, you know, um, about their families and, and how some of them escaped and how, like, like Schindler, how he protected – he got – was able to uh, save a whole bunch of uh, Jews and – I just I'm fascinated by all that. I and I love history in general. Um, so yeah, I, I had to do a lot of uh, research for sure. Well, and and also your parents and your grandparents lived through that time period, which makes it even more poignant and even more real in your yes. life. Would that be a true statement? Well, it's my husband's grandparents, but yes. Definitely, I, I'm, you know, and here, and here's how it came about. I was hearing stories, you know, you invite over, you know, this, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, we have get-togethers like everybody, any other family, and uh, and they start talking about their grandparents and how it was, it was rumored uh, that you know the grandfather was uh, Catholic and the grandmother was Jewish, and then came out with the name, and we researched the name, and so that's how it all came about. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'm writing a book. And so everybody started giving me the input. Well, they did this. And I kept the original names. Their names were actually Charlotte and Georg Fisher with a C. <laughs> 
which was dropped along along the way somewhere, and um, and then um, I kept um, I just didn't you know I kept them like they came to New York and, and all that. I mean you'll read that in the book, but um, I kept a lot of the same situations, and but I just put them in in the middle of uh, the Nazi era. Jennifer, have you read any of her books yet? No, I have uh, one in front of me um, ready to read, and it's exciting. I can't wait to. Awesome. (laughs) Which one do you have, Jennifer? All of me. Uh, With all me. (laughs) With all of me, yes, yes. I'm actually uh, writing uh, part two of that, so that's coming out next year. Oh. Oh, wow. Jennifer, how did you find out about uh, Joanne? Well, actually, um, from I'm from Florida, so I know her from uh, Florida. Uh-huh. You know, I um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Did you go to Did you go to some of the events that, that Joanne has been to? No, I haven't had a I haven't had a chance. Oh, um, you you must go to some of the events. They're absolutely amazing because. You can see if you go to make if you go to her website and find out where she's going to be. You take your book and you let her sign it for you. Oh, I will have to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to yeah. sign it for you. No problem. Absolutely. So, um, when the other one that you wrote, the um, her Spanish doll, the Spanish doll. That's the one. Yeah. I, I, Sorry, you kind of broke up. I'm I'm sorry. What is the Spanish doll based on? Okay. Spanish doll is um, based on a young Italian woman um, who is about to be married. um, But her plans are interrupted by this charismatic Sebastian, who is a handsome middle-aged Spanish businessman. Um, he is mesmerized by her beauty, and um, he gives her a peculiar gift, a, a Spanish doll. And um, she ends up falling for him, and they have an affair, and, which lasts a lifetime. And um, so, But there's a, a secret that is going to shatter her, um, her life. And so um, that's going to be a very... Um, it's going to change her life dramatically. So read, and you'll find out. And, again, this Spanish doll is – I really have that Spanish doll, the one that's in the front cover. That's mine. Wow. Yes. And um, it was given to me by a middle-aged Spanish businessman when I was 24 years old. <laughs> so there you go. There's my me in there a little bit. Um, I honestly did not realize at the time that there he, he had different intentions, but I was about to be married, and there was no way that I was going to ruin, you know, I'm a very loyal person, so there was no way I was going to, you know, ruin my marriage for something like that. Um, but um, Fiore, who is the female protagonist in the book, she does. She, yeah. Wrecks so her life, she, yeah, she does. She does um, get entangled with him, and um, and then they go on for a lifetime. So, so. So, Jennifer, I know you've got some questions. I feel them burning. 
Away. <laughs> um, well, being a, a, you know having you um, as a self-published author, um, how how difficult is is that? Well, um, I when I first when I first was ready with with all of me, I had no clue. I was completely ignorant of the whole business you know, writing business altogether. I had no clue about publishing. I had no clue about anything. So I um, was referred to Author House, who they are a, um, they call them a hybrid printer, meaning that they um, they just took my book and they turned it into, my manuscript and they turned it into a book. And they, I, all I did was take a picture. That picture on the cover is a picture literally from my camera I put together on a beach and I gave it to wow. them and they... Made that cover. It's it's quite amazing what they did. Yeah, it cost me a little bit of money, but honestly, being having no experience at all, it was money well spent because they did a fabulous job. They really mm-hmm. did, and it's available everywhere, like literally everywhere, and it's available in e form, ebook format, and paperback, and hardcover too. So. Yeah, but, I, then, I like. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I. I I know that um I guess the industry is going um e-publishing or mm-hmm. th- that's such a large part of um publishing nowadays but I yes. I like having a book um yes. to hold it's just I don't know I just I don't you're not, I hope you're that not doesn't alone. go away <laughs> You're not alone I understand I mean I I love you know, I love the the I love modern technology. I love being able to read a book on my computer, on my phone, or on my tablet. I absolutely love that. But I also enjoy like having a physical book. When I when I got with all of me, when it was published, you know, as an ebook, I'm like, okay, my book's been published, great. When I got my first paperback, when I received the paperback and the hardcover, that was like, wow, it was it was an amazing. <laughs> it was like I was like, wow, I did this, you know. It was just I was flabbergasted by that. So, so well, and this, you said you have a follow up next year. Yes, oh, there's going to be a part two. There's going to be a part two to with all of me. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Well, tell us a little bit. Tease us with that. <laughs> well, it, it, it's again, you know, it's basically because with all of me, the first one ends in a little bit of a kind of a you're asking yourself, okay, so what's going to happen now? Right. So um, so in part two, it's going to be, you know, exactly what's going to happen. So she goes through um, she kind of goes through a divorce and because then all her all her online guys kind of catch up with her. And you'll see what I mean. (laughs) Um, And so she she ends up getting divorced and then she marries one of the men that she had an online affair with. So. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> should be interesting. Very yeah, good teaser. <laughs> a teaser, yeah. <laughs> so. so are you you said you're going to put out 3 next year. What are the other two you're going to put out? The the yes, 3. I'm I'm planning on putting out 3. Um the second one is going to be I'm going to kind of change genres a little bit. I'm go, I'm writing a book for um, it's about um, a priest who is harassed by a, one of his parishioners 
who this parishioner has. She's drop dead blonde, gorgeous, blue eyes. She's but she's very evil, and she um, she harasses him. She harasses him, and um, and in the end, she wants him all to herself, and uh, she kills him. So, but. You know, obviously, the how, how she gets there and then what happens later is all to be read in the book. But yeah, that is uh, that is also inspired not not by my life, but by the life of um, of a person I know. So kind of like told me the story, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like a really good book. So, but I have to change genre. So I'm going to try my my uh, my talents out with uh, writing a little bit of uh, murder suspense. Well, Joanne, if you need any yes. help in that arena, if you've done oh. any deep diving on me, that is my arena. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I so I heard the publicity of your book, and I it sounds fabulous. I think I'm gonna download that one. <laughs> so you can you can call on me anytime, and I'll walk you through. Because All readers right. are so smart now. That oh yeah. Especially with with murder and suspense and and crime. Mm-hmm. That if it's not done right, you're going to lose them. So if you need any advice or want Absolutely. any advice, please feel free. Yes. That's what I do. Definitely. I don't mind at all. Absolutely, but I will you, do that. Yes, and one of the first things, and now I'm part of a few, um, part of the Space Coast Writers Guild. I'm part of the um, RWA chapter for um, the Space Coast, which is called the Star Chapter. And um, so, you know, you have to kind of, you know, be among authors, and you know that you have. We go to conferences, and so I've learned a lot in this past year. I've learned so much. One of the things I learned from an author who says, "Do do not ever take your readers for granted." Exactly. If you treat them like they're, you know, like they're they're dumb, or you try to fool them, they will drop you like a hot potato. So <laughs> I and, and make also, sure of that. My, that's my degree. Criminal justice is my degree. There you go. So you're an expert. You was an expert in the field. Oh, and And, not to mention, my husband is a retired police officer, so I have you guys on both ends. There you go. I'm all set. That's right. (laughs) Would you do me a favor? Would you tell your husband thank him for his service for me, please? I will do that. He's actually listening, so he's going to be he's going to be listening to that. Dan, thank you for your service, because my husband is also a retired, he's retired from law enforcement. He was the special investigator for the state attorney's office down here in the 19th Judicial Circuit. So, Oh, wow. Well, thank him, too, for his service. So, Jennifer, with with all that, that you have heard tonight, do you think you now have a new author that could be one of your top ten? Oh, you bet. Oh, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) And I'm looking at her website, too. It's a nice website. Thank you very much. That's uh, my best friend's uh, opera masterpiece. She's she's my best friend. We used to work together, and she – I have no clue on marketing and stuff, and she is just (laughs) a whiz. So I have to thank her. Robin McDonald, she's my BFF and my marketing PR. <laughs> and and you say something that that I found very interesting. Um, you speak your mind because it hurts to hold your tongue. Yes, I love I do. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You are. I do. You. <laughs> that is my mem because 
it, if you don't speak your mind, people don't know how you really feel. <laughs> mm. I mean, I obviously, in, in today's age, I do my best to be as politically correct as possible. Having said that, if, um, for example, I, I don't like people with tattoos. I think uh, a beautiful girl who's gorgeous and fills herself or a nice man, you know, muscular, beautiful, fills himself with tattoos. I don't know. I just, for me, it's a turnoff, but that's just me. You know, I'm not going to tell you don't get it, you know, because we have children who, you know, have tattoos. And so you have to kind of live with it, but I don't like it. I'm, I'm Catholic. I live my faith. I, I serve my Lord, you know, with, and I'm not going to deny that. So it's another thing. So and that that's it. And I I I'm one of those people I hate gossip. And I will let you know that I do not like gossip because I don't gossip. So I'm not Italian in that sense. I'm Italian in many other senses, but not in that one. So um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, see, and that 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 is a quality that I think we as a society are losing is that ability to say what we think and. And, and speak how we feel right. with without being derisive. And and we were talking earlier before the show about how Italy is mm-hmm. divided, and, and this country is is trying its best to to be divided because of infinite stupidity. Yes. And and when we can, <laughs> which I abhor, by the way, you can't cure stupid. You can't even dumb it. No. Down. No. 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 There is no curing stupid. I mean, sometimes speaking with certain people with, with certain ideas and ideologues is like it's like just bang your head against the wall. You'll do a much better job than trying right. to change their mind. <laughs> just might as well do that. So. And 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 unlike you, I have reached that age in my life that I am not politically correct. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, good you for you. <laughs> what you see is what you get. I do live my faith to the best of my ability. We're all flawed, and yeah, I fall down on my face. But I, you know, like you, it's it's. I couldn't with what's going on in my life right now. I could not be without my faith. But absolutely, when we get back to those basic graces or those mm-hmm. basic entities, ladies, would you both not agree that as a society we're better off? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Actually, and, and, we kind of did the wrong thing in trying to remove God from classrooms and and everywhere that you could possibly remove him, they've removed him. And, you know, and, and look at the society. It's yes, because we know. have no moral compass. That's right. And, yeah. and, and, and then bless their hearts, we have these children that – will not know how to handle conflict if it's brought upon them because they've never had to face conflict. Right. There, there's an old yeah. saying that God takes care of fools and children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah, in Italian we say it a different way, but, yeah, we have the same kind of saying, yeah. <laughs> so, Miss Jennifer, have you any thoughts? We we are getting down to the wire. We've got a few minutes, but I want to give you an opportunity to to have any thoughts or or make any comments or offer any more questions. 
Um, I don't. I know. I, I put um, you on the I spot. Just, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess you know what is what, um, Joanne. What is the hardest thing about being an author? I think the hardest thing is um, just you know uh, marketing. I think I find marketing very very difficult and. You have to learn so many, so many things to do. Like there's Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and and then you have to, you know, keep your website up, and you got to send emails. And I do the <laughs> newsletter every month, and um, you know, it's like, it's like I, I'm fine, and I also work full time too, by the way. Oh wow! Unfortunately, I don't, I can't live off my royalties yet. <laughs> I'll get there one day. One day I'm getting there. Um, so, you know, juggling all that, um, but mainly it's not writing. I love writing. I write every chance I get. It's, it's the marketing. For me, that's very difficult to do. But Yeah, wow. I try. So. <laughs> what you have to do with marketing, Joanne, in, in mm-hmm. this business or any other business is you have to understand that the product is not the brand. You are the brand. Right. Right. And when That's you exactly when right. you can sell yourself, which we are doing tonight, mm-hmm. and you are confident within yourself and you say, Look at me world, this is who I am and I'm okay with that then that takes the right. stress of of selling the product because it makes people just like Jennifer calling in tonight, it makes people gravitate toward you and want to know more about you and then knowing more about you and the fact that the books that you have written to date all have aspects of real life in them, real things that happened in your family, your husband's family, your history, right. the people you know, yourself. Mm-hmm. They can't wait to go and get their hands on that book. I, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm praying for. Oh, it'll happen. So, trust me. It will yeah. happen. <laughs> it, right. Because it's what you have told us tonight, just in this short hour, Mm-hmm. Makes me want to read books, and I don't even like romance. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. That's great to hear. Good. I, I'm just so. I I'm just so. I'm so honored. That's all that I can I can please someone with with what I write. That's really it gives me great pleasure, and and that's what I write. That's why I write. So I also. Um, I also like to say that I, I, you know, like I was saying, I had I have a newsletter that I send out every month to, to my fans, whom I love very much, and that list is growing too, which I'm thankful for that. For that, um, and in every newsletter, I give away a short story, a free short story. Wow. Um, yes. And in every short story, I try to, um, try to give a message, a good message of teach like the lesson you know to in every short story like it, it is about love it is about you know um uh, but it's about other things it's about like there's one the one i just did for for august is called amore in august which is because in honor of me going to italy in about a week or so um i wrote it of a mature couple who meet in italy and uh, she's american but italian descent and he's Italian, and they meet there, and there's all this gossip going around with regards to both of them and their parents because, you know, and, and I emphasize that, you know, 
gossip is not good. And she, being an American lawyer, she explains that she bases her judgments on facts, not on what people say. So that's like a lesson right there. So just, I love you know, it. little, little time. Yeah. So if you, you know, if you want to sign up for my newsletter, hey, send me an email on my website and I'll send you, I'll send you the, the newsletter with the short story for free. And that, so, that brings and that, me to a, another statement. Jennifer, or a question, Jennifer, would you agree that if we read a book, whether it's something that we really are into or not, if we read a book with an open mind, I would say 99.99% of the time we learn things. Oh, definitely. Oh, yes. And I, I think that's lost in um, society today. Not too many people um, read as much anymore, and I don't understand it. Right. Well, because we're distracted with other things, the television, electronics, seeing who we can talk about, seeing who we well, can Well, Yvonne, I beg to differ. That's an excuse. Because you I know agree. what? I agree. Let me tell you something. I go to the gym three times a week, and I bring my tablet with me, and I read. While I'm on that elliptical, while I'm on that treadmill, I read. Because you, if you want to be a good writer, you gotta, you got to be a good reader. Absolutely. It goes hand in hand. So. And and I agree that, that people use that as an excuse. And my favorite excuse, ladies, is I don't like to read. Are you flipping kidding me? How well, don't you read Facebook and Instagram and, and right. what and WhatsApp and and um Twitter and what's the other one? Um Snapchat. What's the other one? Snapchat. That's the one. Okay, I know they're all pictures and little videos and all that. But still you read it. You read the comments. You know, you read all those uh, funny political memes and all those other memes and, and everything else. That's all, that's all reading. It's all reading. Uh, yep. You are absolutely so, right. Don't tell me that, you don't read. <laughs> that dog don't hunt either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so with the few minutes that we have left, mm-hmm. tell, tell the folks the names of your books. Where you can be found. You also do a a blog of book reviews, do you not? Um, I have a blog on Goodreads. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell the folks a little bit about that. Oh, it's just um, I'm not really good at blogs, but it's just you know I, I let the the readers ask me questions and I just answer them like, you know. Like kind of like what the the questions that were asked of me tonight, you know, is there a little bit of you in in your books? Is you know, um, you know, where where do you get your ideas from? You know, how difficult is it is it to publish a book? You know, et cetera, et cetera. But the questions are the same. We just kind of tackle all that, and you know, and they also well, um, suggest other books from other writers, and and I also suggest books from other of uh, my fellow colleagues. There's a lot of there's a lot of us out there. There's a lot there of us. So. <laughs> Tell the folks yeah. where you can mm-hmm. be found and where your books can be found. Well, um, my books can be found um, on my website because if you go to my website, um, joannesbooks.com, um, you there my books are all there and they all have their their each their individual link to Amazon. Um, but you can get them on Barnes and Noble, Kobo, you name it. I'm I'm kind of all over the place. Um, if you want to send me an email, I can. Uh, and if you're interested in buying my books, you can buy it with PayPal. 
I will send you a signed copy, no problem. Um, it, again, you can sign up for my, e for my newsletter, which I will give you uh, for free uh, a short story. And by the way, speaking of the short stories, at the end of the year, I'm going to compile all my short stories that I've given away this year, and I'm going to create a book, and I'm going to give it to all the readers for free. So it's going to be like a zero dollar because wow. it's free anyway. So, yeah, I'll just give it to them, yeah, as a Christmas present kind of thing. But that's coming. That's coming. You're <laughs> so, so good. Oh, you're I so good. Like I said, I love to read, and I love my readers. So You've got something to look forward to, Jennifer. Yes, yes. That's that's exciting. <laughs> How exciting is that? You're also on Facebook, aren't you? Yes, I'm at Facebook at Read Joanne's Books, uh, Twitter at Joanne's Books, um, Instagram uh, Joanne's underscore Books 2018, and and then I'm on MeWe. I don't know if you know what MeWe is. Yeah, I'm on MeWe. Too. It, we need to hook up. MeWe, yeah, it's a social media, yeah. So that's I'm on there too as Joanne's Books and. And that's pretty much it. I don't have any other um, social medias, it's the main ones. So, yeah. so ladies, ladies and gentlemen, it is the name of the guest is Joanne Fisher. That's J-O-A-N-N-E-F-I-S-H-E-R. And she lives here in Florida with, with myself and, and with Jennifer. She lives in Central Florida. I live in South Florida. And check her out, her I can sit and listen to her talk about her ancestry for hours because <laughs> that's one of the things I do is genealogies and study family histories. And, and with every family history, there's always a few skeletons, which is always fun to find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you, Joanne, for, for taking and spending an hour with me and putting up with my brain cramps tonight. And Jennifer... Oh. Thank you for calling in. You asked some very wonderful, wonderful questions. You didn't know you were going to get to co-host when you called in, did you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, it's exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. I love meeting Joanne. Thank you. And uh, I can't wait to read your book. All right. Well, thank you, Jennifer. I so appreciate, you know, you and, and, and your interest. And uh, also, Yvonne, thank you so much for having me on your show. You're um, welcome. I am I'm so grateful. Well, y'all just hang on a minute. Don't hang up when the show goes dark because I, I've got some things to tell you off that, that will show up in archives, but i got some things to tell you, so don't hang up. Okay. So, ladies okay. and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, Arthur Joanne Fisher, and our calling guest, Jennifer, who did not know she was going to be a co-host. It was a surprise <laughs> thing for her. I love to do the people because it is off the chain. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening tonight and for joining us. I appreciate you all so much. We will be here again tomorrow night. But as you all know, before I leave every show, there's a couple of things I say. And one of those things is people will forget your name. They will forget what you look like. They'll forget what you're wearing. But they will never, ever, ever forget how you have made them feel. We are all on a journey, ladies and gentlemen, and sometimes that journey is pretty bumpy. And you don't ever know the way you treat someone will save their lives. So remember that on your on your daily quest. Smile at that person that's frowning or, or maybe snaps at you. Just smile at them and, and find something kind to say to them because you might be turning their life around. They may be contemplating some things that they need not be contemplating. They may be hurting in a way that 
you don't know about. So be kind. Also, if you want to achieve greatness, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not talking about being a billionaire, gazillionaire, being a president, whatever it is you want to be. If you want to be a garbage collector, if you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be a mom, if you want to be a school teacher, achieve greatness and whatever it is you want to do. But don't ask anybody's permission because they're not going to give it to you. They, they, they don't want you to succeed. So just go out and do it and encourage your children to be great. And with that, I'm going to say thank you, ladies, for joining us. We will be here again tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time here on Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and we say good night. Good okay, night. We, are off, we are off the air, but everything we say will go up in archives. But what I wanted to let you know, Joanne is in, and Jennifer, when we get off the uh, – Jennifer, friend me on Facebook so you can get the archive show – um, is I will put okay. the show link up on my page, and Joanne, I will tag you in it, and then I want you to put it out there for everybody to listen to every, on all of your yes. social media. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I will put mm-hmm. it up on SoundCloud, MixCloud, maybe not MixCloud, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Podcast.com, Podcast Garden. It also goes up on iTunes and YouTube and Reverb Nation and iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio wow. and FM.com. It's all over the place. And I will That's put awesome. those links up and send them to you, tag you in them so that you can share them as well and get yourself out there. That is my gift Perfect. to you. Thank you so much. Um, so can, I speak, can I uh, say something to Jennifer before she goes? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Hey, Jennifer. Um, if you send me an email, I'll send you a signed copy of her Spanish doll. Okay. Wow. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I really appreciate you, and this is my little gift. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> See, You're Jennifer, welcome. good things come, and you don't even know they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's so true. You're welcome. So, ladies, I will let you get back to your evening. I want to thank both of you very much for spending this hour with me. And, Jen- and uh, Joanne, will you come back after the first of the year? Uh, absolutely. I would love to come okay. back. Because I want to I wanna talk about your Italy trip and how that went. Okay. <laughs> All right, ladies. And right, please tell Dan thank you for sharing you with me and thank him for his service. I certainly appreciate it very, very much. I will oh, do that yeah, right thank now. Thank you very much, yeah. You're welcome. And- and thank you, ladies, and I will be talking to both of you. And, Jennifer, friend me on Facebook because you might get to co-host again. You never know. <laughs> That'll be fine. <laughs> okay, okay, good night. Good night. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.